morning and welcome. It's 806. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Congresswoman Kat Kamick joins us now. Good morning, Kat. How you doing? Oh, my gosh, Bob. If I could bottle your energy, I'd be on to something big. Yeah, but you should see me like at 1 p.m. or 2, like <laughs> napped out and the rest of the day's toast. But I appreciate it. I try to fire it up, um, get like people it. rolling. Thanks. I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, so listen, you, you just did a, a thing, a bipartisan a Taiwan Preclearance Act. I want to ask you about that. But first, I want to throw out the NFL apparently put a map out that showed that Taiwan was part of China. I don't know if that was by accident or what, but it sure didn't look good uh, to the Taiwanese. And, of course, China probably loved it. So what's that bill all about? So a couple of things. Any opportunity I have to really let China know that they are not our friends and that we're not going to stand for any of the nonsense that they keep trying to push, I'm going to do that. And this bill does a couple of things. One, it reaffirms our relationship as the United States standing with Taiwan as a sovereign and independent nation. And you can go back into history when Shanghai Shek fled the mainland and and left for Taiwan and established with their constitution, Taiwan. And so not having a preclearance facility anywhere in the Indo-Pacific region, this presented an opportunity to do a couple of things. One, it sends a message, not so subtly to China, that we view Taiwan as a trusted partner that we will stand with and we will not tolerate aggression from the mainland. The second thing that it does is it establishes a really unique tie, not just between the United States and Taiwan, but specifically Florida and Taiwan. Because by leading this initiative, we're sending a message that, hey, we want to continue to do business. There's new market opportunities in Taiwan for our agriculture producers, but there's also a unique opportunity for Taiwan to expand and set up shop in North America to produce semiconductors here in North America, which is something that we desperately need because every single piece of equipment and electronic that we have today, that all has the chips. And we've seen the supply chain woes of this year, and we've seen how China at any moment can really influence these these trading routes and and the supply chain and i don't want to be dependent on china for anything so this gives us an opportunity and really extends a hand to say hey we'd like to do business and we've already begun the conversations with several of the companies in taiwan of them setting up an opportunity or a factory here here in florida and i think that's a big deal because that's jobs here in america and that's a way for us to leverage the technology that Taiwan has perfected. They are the semiconductor producers in the world, number one. And so it's really important that we do that. And I'm really excited because we've been able to get bipartisan support. Believe it or not, even the Democrats see China as a threat. And so this is a really important bill. And it's a very strategic bill because it's not enough just to stomp your feet and talk about how we need to stand up to China. We actually have to do it. And this is one more way and one step further that we're actually pushing back against China. We've talked about immigration, obviously, uh, the Biden policy. We can't say it's a failed policy. It's doing exactly what he wanted it to do. It is just allowing people unencumbered to come into the U.S. And along with it, you've got drug traffickers and sex slave traffickers and, and all that. 
But to add a little salt to that wound, apparently uh, a story has come out recently about Joe Biden flying illegal aliens uh, into the into our country that have previously been deported. Yep. Yeah, you know, this is what's crazy, Bob. I mean, you want to talk about what an America last president and America last policy looks like? We're seeing it. I never in my wildest dreams would see someone in the White House actively looking for ways to undermine our constitutional republic. And that's what we have. It took us months to try to track down the manifest. We know that there's about 74 flights that have come through up to this point, dropping illegals off in our area in the dead of night. And you have to ask yourself, why would the FAA be so secretive and work actively to hide these manifests from members of Congress? It took quite literally an act of Congress to get these manifests. And the only reason you would be hiding it is if you didn't want people to know who was on those flights. We now know that there are criminals that have been previously deported, sex offenders. There have been apprehensions of international terrorists. And the thing that's most frustrating to me is now we have put our law enforcement, our local law enforcement, in a position where they cannot do anything because ICE has a stand-down order. And I've had conversations with some of our local sheriffs, and one of whom told me just a couple weeks ago, when we encountered another caravan of illegals in our area and we were getting calls and I called up the sheriff and said, Sheriff, what can we do? We know that these are illegals. We cannot verify who they are. They have no resources of where to go. So they're going to be completely dependent on our systems. What recourse do we have? And he said, I cannot pick them up for simply being illegal. They have to commit a crime on our soil other than just being here illegally, because the Biden administration has now set a precedent that those illegals, if they get picked up for the sole fact of being here in the country illegally, they can sue the local law enforcement agency that picks them up. Because ICE has a stand-down order, they will not deport them. And so across the country, we're seeing where people who have broken the law in getting to our country, they are suing our law enforcement agencies, and winning for unlawful detention. That, to me, is a crying shame. And it's going to put people in danger, our communities in danger. We already know the historic level of narcotics that are pouring into our community, and it just should make every single American's blood boil. And that's all the more reason why we're taking the House back. And I know I say that every time we talk, Bob, but I am hell-bent on making sure that we take the House back. And it's going to start here in Florida's 3rd District. Yeah, and then you could immediately uh, move for impeachment because uh, it's clear to me that what this president is doing, if not treasonous, it is definitely, you have to say, it's damaging to us in many ways, including crime, which real quick, I'll, I'll leave you with this one. So on defund the police and all that, that all the Democrats were ranting for, right? They have crime rates mm-hmm. that are going through the roof in major cities, all run by Democrats. And so Joe Biden still was talking to the DNC about police reform, which is code for defund, and, crimi- yep. and, and, and social justice and all that, right? But other lefties like Nancy Pelosi, they've completely switched gears now. They're calling out crime is bad and we need to do something about it. They're going to leave Biden holding the bag, aren't they, as they do an about face as we approach the midterms? 
Absolutely. Nancy Pelosi is a political animal at the end of the day. She wants to save her own skin. So the minute that things look like they could turn on her, she will turn blame to the administration or to the Senate and Chuck Schumer. She will not be left holding the bag. She's too, she's too shrewd for that. But as we know what the Democrats do, they will sacrifice anyone for the agenda, which makes, again, their agenda of defunding police, the Build Back Broke bill, another, another handout to keep people home and not working. They will sacrifice anyone if it means accomplishing this goal of making the American people dependent on the government so that they can keep control. That is why we have to stop this. That's why we've got to get the House back, the Senate back, and that'll tee up the real big fight that we're going to have in taking the White House back. It has to happen. We can survive this for a few months, but I don't know if we could survive this long term. That's why we've got to get everybody motivated, engaged, and calling their members of Congress, calling their senators, and finding ways that they can help us move the needle. People are waking up, but it's not enough to just complain and, you know, talk on social media. People actually have to get involved. And so that's what I'm encouraging everyone to do. It's Christmas next week. Best gift you can give your kids and your grandkids is your time and attention in saving the country. Right on. Well said. Congresswoman Kat Kamek, we always appreciate your time and your insights. And uh, and we continue to ask you to keep fighting the good fight for us. Try to save this country. I appreciate it, and Merry Christmas to everybody, and thank you guys so much for everything that you do. Love listening to you, even all the way up in Washington, D.C. Aw, thanks, and we wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, and we'll talk to you soon. Stay safe.